I have a huge amount of respect for Joel. Those are they're, they're huge shoes to fill. I won't try to fill them. I got to be myself. And we're different people. So I'll bring different things to the table, different ideas to the table. Um, sometimes that can bring some energy. Well, quite a wild day here in Chicago. Exactly three years after the Blackhawks fired Joel Quinville and promoted their Rockford head coach of Jeremy Colleton. The same scenario happens with Jeremy Colleton. And Derek King is the new head coach of the Chicago Blackhawks. I'm Joe Brand. I do pre-post and intermission hosting for WGN Radio for the Blackhawks. And today the Blackhawks fired their head coach after a 1-9-2 and start. A coach that was criticized quite harshly by fans. And this is a day that Blackhawks fans somewhat saw coming. The timing of it is also somewhat interesting, too. But more importantly, this is an organization that is trying to move forward in multiple aspects. And this one is regarding the product on the ice. And the Blackhawks are trying to get something done to get more wins after a very busy offseason. Improving this roster a lot, but that hasn't shown on the schedule so far. John Hansen was kind enough to have me come in and talk about the situation throughout the day. We had Colby Cohen come on, too, content analyst for the Hawks. We're going to pull a few things that he had to say because I think he had some really interesting stuff to say. But I'll say this. I, I don't love fans dancing on the grave of Jeremy Colleton's job. I think Jeremy Colleton is a very intelligent dude. I think there is a job for him in the future, definitely somewhere just coaching. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a head coaching job somewhere else, and I wouldn't be surprised if he has success. It didn't work out here. And whether that's his direct fault or not, it just was never the right fit. And I want to pull up a tweet from Mark Lazarus of The Athletic, And a pretty notable one, in all four years of Jeremy Colleton being the head coach of the Blackhawks, he never had a full season. When he was hired, he replaced Joel Quinville. The following year was shortened due to COVID. The year after that was the COVID season, an abbreviated abbreviated year where teams would face teams in series. And now this year he's let go after 12 games. That's a tough spot. It's a very tough spot to be put in. Not only that, it's a very tough spot to replace Joel Quinville. We know more than we did three years ago with the Block and Jenner investigation. And if Joel Quinville was never let go three years ago, odds are, and it's almost a certainty, he would not be the head coach of the Blackhawks right now. But I think a lot of this disdain for Jeremy Colleton stems from Joel Quinville being fired and fans not being a fan of that decision. Management stood by Stan Bowman on that call. This was Stan Bowman's guy. Once Stan Bowman stepped aside, after the Block and Jenner investigations, findings came out, you kind of had that thought that maybe Jeremy Colleton's days are numbered if the struggles continue. But even if those struggles continued, there's an interim general manager right now in Kyle Davidson What's the value of firing 
the head coach when you don't know what's going to happen with the role of president of hockey operations, general manager. There's so many things that still have to be answered, and none of them are going to be answered right away. And that's fine. I think the Blackhawks are going to take their time with this, and they should. But now it's a very interesting time for Derek King. He gets promoted from the AHL. He's 54 years old, played over 800 games in the NHL, had over 600 points in the NHL. He coached a handful of these Blackhawks players in Rockford. And it's a different situation than when Jeremy Colleton replaced Joel Quinville. That team was trying to get back on track of winning Stanley Cups. This team is fighting for a playoff spot. And even though it's a 1-9-2 and two start, I think this team still has playoff aspirations, and I think they still have a lot more success in them. But it's got to be turned around, and the Hawks are hoping that a coaching change will do that. So again, I, I don't like fans just being joyous about what had happened today because they didn't like Jeremy Colleton. I think Jeremy Colleton's a very intelligent dude. I think he's going to have success somewhere. But keep in mind, this was a guy put in a really rough spot. And he always knew pretty much how to handle it, talking to the media, responding to all those things. We'll pull a couple of his clips, too, addressing you know, how he handles the stress of this season before he was let go. And, and the players vouching for him, too. We've got Seth Jones and Jonathan Taves talking about how they believed in Jeremy Colleton. But for those that didn't like Jeremy Colleton because of his system or because of the on-ice product, I think Colby Cohen had some good things to say or some interesting things to say in that regard. Nothing was ever executed properly. And, you know, we all, Joe, you're, you know, you're there for all the media availability and you've, you've been there for all the practice days and you see the different things the team has worked on. And, you know, in my, the problem was nothing translated. You know, they'd work on D-zone coverage. Uh, they'd show film about staying on the defensive side of the puck. I mean, last night in the neutral zone, you know, the team just got so badly exposed, um, you know, with, with details of losing, you know, losing your man and getting on the wrong side of the puck. I mean, I, I don't, I don't really look at the system as much as I look at the details and I look at, you know, just constantly being caught on the wrong side of the puck, you know, the team not really ready to start games. And, and I just think that at the end of the day, um, you know, that usually falls on the head coach. And so as far as the system goes, I mean, I know they try different things, you know, whether they went from a man-to-man from a couple of years ago to more of a hybrid where, you know, you're going into the corner, but one person, you know, one defenseman supposed to hold the front of the net. It's sort of this, like, layered, partial man-for-man, but it's more of, like, a layered zone type of look. So I don't – I never really saw anything really executed all that well this year, which is why they're one and whatever, nine and two, you know, so – it's hard for me to look at a system from this year and sit here and tell you guys I thought it did work or didn't work or really what even was. It just it, the details of the game were just they just weren't executed properly. Again, that's Blackhawks content analyst Colby Cohen, who joined John Hansen and myself on WGN Radio earlier today. Something he talked about 
uh, well, two two stats to pull out regarding the Blackhawks' struggles this year. Because it seems like every game, aside from the one they won, the Blackhawks have had trouble getting off to a good start or holding on to a lead. In four games this year, the Blackhawks allowed three or more goals in roughly 11 and a half or less minutes. You go to the opener against Colorado, they gave up three goals in the first nine and a half minutes. Two days later in Pittsburgh, they gave up four goals in the first 11 minutes, 25 seconds. Later on at home, hosting the Islanders, they gave up three goals in 11 minutes, two goals in three minutes. And then hosting the Detroit Red Wings, they coughed up three goals in less than five minutes. We've seen that snowball continue to roll down. And when a team can't get off to a good start or can't hang on to a lead, and more importantly, give up a goal that either ties the game, allows the other team to take the lead, or just get the other team back in it, this team had a really tough time buckling down. So I think that's fair to criticize what is the coach lacking in in that regard. And just as recently as last night, the Blackhawks gave up two goals in under two minutes twice to the Winnipeg Jets. Out of the 12 games this year for the Hawks, in the first period, they led in shots on goal in only five of them. And I know shots on goal isn't everything, but when your team is struggling, and one of the struggles is you can't get off to a good start, that hurts. Overall, they were outshot by opponents 137-106. And again... When the Blackhawks showed glimpses of success, it was a comeback effort, uh, kind of a catch-up effort. But again, players are on record for having Jeremy Colleton's back. Here's the captain, Jonathan Taves. You know, like like I said, there's there's details to our game that when we've done them and we've stuck to them, we have four lines rolling that that do things right. Uh, It's a fun way to play, and everyone feeds off of it, but we just haven't done it enough. So, um, you know, as a group, we want to decide to, to do that and commit ourselves to each other. And, uh, you know, it's, it's not like we decide to wait six games to do it, but uh, there's been times where we have. It just hasn't been enough, and it hasn't been good enough. Newly acquired defenseman Seth Jones. 100% this team has faith in Jeremy. We, uh, You know, I've been here a short time, but I, I, his message has been great for us, I think. You know, when it really comes down to it, there's only so much a coach can do. You know, he's not going to lace them up for you. Obviously, he's got to go through systems and X's and O's. But at the end of the day, um, you know, this isn't a coaching problem. This is a this is a, a locker room thing. Uh, this is a, the players are on the ice playing the game. We have to find a way to all get on the same page uh, and have a common goal and, and how we want to play and what our identity is. So, how does this affect the team moving forward? What changes now? How are the Blackhawks players? affected moving forward here's what colby cohen had to say you take it personal the players didn't dislike jeremy colleton i mean we heard what patrick kane we heard what jonathan taves we heard what seth jones i mean these guys have repeatedly said this is not a coaching issue now i don't think necessarily you say anything you just kind of let it go if you're a player you don't say anything unless you do like the coach because you can just say nothing. You have to pick up, you know, you you got to look in the mirror almost here and say, geez, you know, they couldn't fire all the players, so the coach gets fired. And, and you know, serve as a wake-up call because, look, I mean, I think the team's got a lot of decisions to make, and I think everything is being evaluated right now. And, 
Joe, you and I always joke about it on the broadcast, and I know that I've I've ribbed you about it a couple of times. I mean, you know, the broadcasters are being evaluated, I joke with you. But at the end of the day, I mean, you've got a new general manager. You've got a new head coach now. And, yes, they're interim tags, but, but you don't know where this is going. I mean, everything every player does now is being evaluated. If it wasn't before, it, which it was, but now it's under a microscope. So, you got to let it motivate you. And if this doesn't motivate you, I don't know, guys. I don't know what will. I think the main thing to keep an eye out for on Sunday is going to be the first 20 minutes against the Nashville Predators. How does this team respond right at puck drop and then moving forward from there? Kyle Davidson's going to talk with the media for the first time since being named interim general manager on Sunday morning at 11 morning scape before the Blackhawks host the Nashville Predators. We'll hear from the new head coach, Derek King, at that time, too. And then, of course, we'll have the game against the Predators at 6 o'clock here on WGN Radio. We'll have the pregame at 5.30. Just some other things to address. We'll go to the opening statements in the email today. Blackhawks CEO Danny Wirtz. It's been an extremely difficult couple of weeks for our organization. We've had to come to terms with a number of necessary changes. As we look to move forward, we know we must earn back the trust of our fans And we are grateful for the support of our entire community as we work to do just that. On the ice, interim general manager Kyle Davidson has our full confidence in our autonomy to make hockey decisions. And we support him on this coaching change. We appreciate all that Jeremy has brought to the Blackhawks. And we look forward to working with Derek as our our interim head coach while we work to rebuild our permanent hockey operations leadership. Interim General Manager Kyle Davidson, with his first quote since getting the position, our on-ice goal remains to be the same, to build an elite system of hockey, and we have not delivered on that. The fact is our play and our competitiveness must improve every game, every shift. Today's coaching changes are difficult, especially given the incredible personal connections Jeremy and others have made with our players and their development. We appreciate Jeremy's contributions to the organization over the last three seasons, and we wish him and his family the best. We appreciate Derek's willingness to step in behind the bench as we embark on our search for our next permanent head coach. His NHL experience as a player and work with our younger players in Rockford over the last four years gives us great confidence in his ability to lead the Chicago Blackhawks in this interim role. And now the new head coach of the Blackhawks. This team has a lot of talent talent that I am familiar with from my time in the organization, and I look forward to working with them behind the bench. I appreciate the support from Kyle Davidson and Danny Wartz through this process, and I cannot wait to get going. I understand my role and position to get, I understand my role and position and ready to do the work necessary to help the organization succeed. Going to leave you with Jeremy Colleton's quote about a week ago regarding how he deals with the stress of the team's struggles in the early going. And once again, I just want to be on record, I think Jeremy Colleton is a very smart guy. I don't think this is an uncommon belief. I think if you scour Twitter, all the beat writers that cover the Hawks are pretty much on that same page too, but also agree that this was the right move that the Blackhawks had to make. But it just kind of pulls the curtain back a little bit and shows you What's going on in Jeremy Colleton's head through all this and and how he did do a good job of addressing the media on multiple situations and having to address the situation 11 years ago when he wasn't here. And he always represented the organization very well. And I think there's something to that. 
But I also think this was the right move for the Hawks. And we'll just have to see how it pans out. We'll talk to you Monday night. Pre-game starts at 5.30 on 720 WGN. Also WGNRadio.com. If you got a smart speaker, just tell them, play WGN Radio. I'm Joe Brand. We'll talk to you Sunday night. When you're at the highest level, it's uh, when you're winning. Life is great. There's no better spot to be than the NHL. And when you're losing, it eats you up. Uh, and it should. So we're together, the, the coaches, the players, our group here. We're doing everything we can to, to climb out of it. I think we've played better than our record, but ultimately we've got to push that much further to turn it. And then once we do turn it, we can ride a wave here, get some wins.